Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
Hi, and you are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Matt Tack, and you 
are going to be enjoying the music of Rattlesnake that we opened our show with this evening. Every Monday evening at 8 o'clock, following the Seeds of Afro with DJ Nenem, we bring you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world on Radio Free Brooklyn. DJ Nenem dug your sound that we started with. That was nice, yeah. Yeah, he was the guy who was here doing the Seeds of Afro show, which is always great. That's, that's the part I love. I, I love we kick off with our guest, and, and when Nenem is like, damn, this is good. Then I'm like, all right, we're on to something. I should here. hope. I should hope so that he should pick up on those on those vibes and what we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We opened the show with our guest, most recent release, "Dirt in My Eyes." Their seven inch was released in May of this year. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And then we followed it with "Riding High," which is by Dirty Streets, and it's their new album, "Distractions," and it is going to be out on September 14th. Uh, the whole album is really good. So. Gentlemen, thanks very much for, for coming. I am joined in the studio this evening by Dawn and Adzo from Rattlesnake. And who are we missing? We are missing JP. Okay. Gilbert. Yep. He's on guitar, vocals, everything. And he's on vacation with the family right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is he sending you pictures? And like, and yeah, 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 yeah. And it's looking really nice. And They're having like, a good time. Okay. So. That, that's, that's the important part. That's the important part for sure. <laughs> um, like I say, so the EP came out in May and it follows your debu- debut release, which was November of last year, 2017, uh, Outlaw Boogie. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying to Nenem's guest that you, uh, and I'm uh, addressing Adzo when I when I say this, that you sort of did all the mastering, did all the creating, did all the producing. Yeah, for- I sort of um, have gotten more serious about trying to record my projects over the past few years because it saves money and because I have four-track recorders and microphones and, you know, it kind of interests me and I've always kind of dabbled with four-track cassette recorders and slowly got more intrigued by going into the Pro Tools world. So I learned last year how to use it. And now I'm doing, you know, all of our demoing and all of our pre-production and even just did the 7-inch that you're talking about too. But enjoying the process. (laughs) It kind of drives me crazy because I'm, you know, I'm so over-immersed in the music, uh, you know, that I'm playing it, writing it, and, you know, recording it. It's just kind of a lot, but... I don't really have an alternative way to get it done right now. So, in, because of obviously the the expense, yeah, and just convenience. I mean, it's easier to just do it if you can. It kills me, but it's just somehow easier. <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes you want to just like say, "Hey, can you come come by this afternoon and lay down the backing vocal stride track randomly?" Like you can't really just pop into a studio unannounced, right? Yeah, yeah. They have unfettered access to it. Right. So, um, dirt in my eyes, kind of a interesting thing. Is it personal or is it political? Uh, I, I asked that, you know, just based on the lyrics and then there's that, especially that bit of like sort of where we are today, you got to take a stand. But I say, I, you know, I, it's so I, weird when I, when we were recording that, I think that there was a little bit of a morphing in the lyrical content in that last verse. It's kind of blowing my mind that you're actually saying something about it because it absolutely was in a weird way, like hoping it won't drown our voices, things like that. Like yeah. the lyrics had already been written, but somehow they took a new meaning in that part. Um, but uh, the rest of it was sort of uh, a strange mashup of uh, JP wrote the chorus and I wrote the verses and they're just sort of from two different perspectives and, uh, he he likes to write like more like fantasy stuff, and uh, 
So we have two different approaches. So I, I can't say overall what the song's about, except mm-hmm. there is some truth to what you say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's just a small bit or whatever, then that, that that's enough as far as, far as I'm concerned. So. Cool. Um, so it also sounds like that there's already like new material bouncing around sort of in the works right right now not just like like yeah we put out the the, the single the right um but and we're gonna wait for a bit there's stuff already there percolating yeah well i mean it's been sort of a funny process with this band because we had a little bit of a a turnover rate at the beginning when we were getting things started we had a few people leave the group and join the group uh, and then we finally had our lineup and then we were working for a while. We recorded our outlaw boogie stuff, uh, as a quartet and we parted ways with, uh, that guitar player and carried on as a trio and had to relearn everything for a trio and condense the parts and change some parts and things like that. So that became a process. And then we also decided to change the tuning of our guitars of everything. So that we had to learn everything in new keys. So we did a lot of uh, sort of adjusting, and then we began to say, wow, now that we did all that, we can maybe play a show with that. (laughs) And so we did that, and then after we played a show with that, we said, cool, now we should write some new music that makes more sense, write it for the three of us instead of this weird remixed, re-edited version that we've had to come up with. Um, And that's sort of where we are now, is getting better at writing our music for the three of us. And And being practical, like, to, like, say, like, man, we really, like, we want to play this riff or this really sweet, awesome part, but we can't really sing over it, and that's the chorus. So, like, having to be, like, know what our process is and, like, our limitations, where we want to go, of course. We're always looking at that. But that's... It it, it sounds not like that... That uh, you have to rework the guitar parts and then you change the tuning on the guitars that you almost like you dumped a lot of responsibility on Dawn here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Well, well, I mean, you know, well, you, maybe because, yeah, yeah, maybe it was a lot of pressure. <laughs> Did you feel the heat coming on, baby? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. No, no, no. No, we just we just went for it. You know, like, uh, I think we all really enjoy this this group, so... Each time we did it, you know, it seemed like the right thing to do, and everybody took their time to get it get it together. And uh, it all seemed to like trying to re- recall it now. I can't recall the steps. It just seemed to happen like that. Okay. Um, but uh, it took t- it did take time. So right now we're at the place where we're finally writing our first set of music mm-hmm. for us, and we're getting better at it. And each new song we write, we're getting a little bit better at what we do. No, that, and, that, that's not to say that we don't like what we've already published. Well, yes. Thank okay. you. But, you know, there's a point where you're like um, understanding how to make your job easier in some way and, and convey your information in a more clear way. Because, I mean, it's all about it's communication of some idea that we're trying to get across. Right. Um, and I mean that in like in an abstract way of idea. Uh, well, some some image, something. Well, well, well I... If I may sort of, you know, jump ahead to actually one of your songs we're going to hear in the next set, Uh um, because we're going to hear Burning Way of Life. And I was (laughs) going to ask you, like, what, because you sing, because you sing in the the song, like, you know, (laughs) we're trying to get closer to something. And I I was sort of wondering, like, what is it that you're trying to get closer to? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, well, well here, let, 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 let's do this. Well, um, <laughs> I love that you're going to ask about this because there's a great story. <laughs> okay, but but I I have been. Uh, I wait. Let me find my little note cards because I'm actually going to see. Let's see where where's our phone number up here on on the wall because I've got two quiz questions for you guys. Okay, but I'm going to actually open them up if anybody wants to call in. And sort of give the you know guess the answers. I don't know. Let's see if we can figure out. We've got a great new album from Sweden that we could perhaps give them. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give that away. I want to listen to it first. Right. right. Um, so I two, two questions. Here's the number for Radio Free Brooklyn. If you think you can uh, figure the answers, to what do you get if out. you win? Though. Well, I don't know. Um, get, is it the record? Is that no? I, I figure when you guys play a show that I can come to, I'll buy somebody a beer. That's fair. Fair enough, right? Um, I'll stay away from the things that you would rather have. Um, but uh, so the number is 718-928-9732. So th- this is based all on your influences, which is sort of been one of those things why I have been at home like geeking out by the time that you, for that you guys were going to come and visit because your influences of my guests are incredibly unique. Uh, which is which is a great thing when you sort of look at other buddy other people's influences. So so here's the first question, and I, I've broken your your influences in five on one side, six on the other. So the second concert, and you don't need to give the answer right now. So the first question is, what band performed at the second concert that young Matt Attack ever went to in his life? And so those five options are Point Blank, Blackfoot, Outlaws, Molly Hatchet, and Alcana. Second question. I've already told you I've lived I lived in Fargo. I lived there for five years. Um, and the band that I saw perform the most in Fargo, North Dakota while I was living there was it Hydra, Ashbury, Black Horse, ZZ Top, Leonard Skinner, or the Almond Brothers. So while people are contemplating that, while well, you guys are debating that, we are going to hear a brand new release from a band out of the UK called The Fruitful Earth. And the song is called Shake. You're listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
way of life by our guest this evening, Rattlesnake, from their EP, Outlaw Boogie, which was released in November 2017. And the label that it's on is your own label? That's right. In for the Kill Records. In for the Kill Records. And there's a beautiful, I see pictures of beautiful models with your T-shirts. Do you now? Yes. And yes. Is when it, I go to the website, yes. Is it, is it my girlfriend? <laughs> uh, I don't know if she's your girlfriend or not, but, but if you are, yay, thumbs up. All right, yeah. I mean, because I'm, I'm also in those, so I think, you know. <laughs> All right. You got answers to our, my difficult quiz question. Nobody called in because maybe they were way too difficult. Yeah, I think the only people who know this live in Europe and they're all asleep right now. Yeah, well, they'll be able to hear it when we, you know, it does the rebroadcast or we upload it to our archive. So that's no problem. Okay, so okay. what was the first question? The, what was the second concert that young Matt Attack ever went to? One of the bands that was on here, Point Blank, Blackfoot, Outlaws, Molly Hatchet, or Alcana. You already know one of those is out. You guess. I mean, I'm... Um, I think Molly Hatchet. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Molly Hatchet and the Atlanta Rhythm Section. Oh, okay. I haven't really taken to them, but like, you know, my Hatchet's just the best. They, they were, yeah. Really? They were amazing. You know the Danny Joe Brown solo album? No. Oh, it's really good. Well, he left after two Molly Hatchet records for some strange reason and then came back. But he put out an album that sounds exactly like another Molly Hatchet record with another <laughs> six-piece band. And it's really good, and it's a dollar record, and it's a sleeper. Nobody cares about it. Um, and there's a uh, there's some real amazing tracks on it. Yeah. Okay, check it out. So now here's the maybe this one will be easier. Uh, although you did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Can I guess this one? Of course. Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. So after living in Fargo for five years, which band did I see the most when I was living there? Hydra, Ashbury, Black Horse, ZZ Top, Leonard Skinner, Allman Brothers. Okay, well, I know you never saw Black Horse because they never left Texas, probably. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure you never saw Hydra except for once if you were lucky. Um, and because uh, they were from probably the South, too. Uh, and I know, yeah, it wasn't Ashbury, probably. Probably not. They're pretty obscure. Uh, so it's either ZZ Top or Leonard Skinner. And I'm going to go with North Dakota. <laughs> I love the way he says that. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Skinner. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. You guys are two oh, for two. Awesome. ZZ Top, but, all right. Yeah. No, I did. I did see ZZ Top there as well, and they were awesome in concert. Uh, but the Red River Valley Fair, uh, I think, in uh, two of my five years there, I saw them playing out there and then once saw them play at the Fargo Dome with nice. 18,000 other people. And I, I, I wish sometimes that people wouldn't be so dismissive of uh, of those sort of great bands because the shows that they put on are absolutely stinking fantastic. Can I raise my hand here? Yeah, of course. So what made me a Leonard Skinner convert was hearing a live show at Winterland all the way through. And that's what made me a real fan. Wow, okay. Was because, it a radio broadcast? No, or? it was just a, like a bootleg from Winterland. Mm-hmm. And they totally destroyed. And then you heard Freebird plays as, as the last like 10-minute opus at the end of the show. Sure. And it contextualizes what that song was and where it was meant to be heard. Not as a standalone on the radio. That's mm-hmm. why everybody hates it and doesn't get it. But I mean, like like their, their, their hits, you know, like Give Me Three Steps and stuff like that that you hear on the radio and... These are great songs, Sweet Home Alabama. And they're, I'll never tire of listening to those songs. Yeah, I, I, 
It, it sounds weird. I will still quote, uh, here we go off into the politics vein, I will still quote Saturday Night Special uh-huh. whenever there's a, a shooting. And, and it's like handguns were made for killing. They're not yeah, good, for, good nothing for nothing else. else. Yeah, yeah. good for nothing else. Yeah. And you're like, wait, that's Leonard Skinner. And they're dropping these <laughs> mm-hmm. little little tidbits on everybody. But like I say, they were they were absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. I mean, because they've been at it so long and the shows were just brilliant to, to go see. But uh, which leads me into, and before I do that, I should tell people that. So we heard from the Fruitful Earth, who are out of the UK. Their Great. song, really Shake, that cool was really song. good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so it's their single is going to be released on September 21st. It's on Big Peach Records. And the full album is going to be out in 2019. So Southern Rock, Outlaw Boogie, uh, is not a genre of music that people are going to necessarily associate with, with New York City. Um, but so my, so my question is, you know, you've, you brought your influences here. You've met each other, with, which is great. You're creating music, which I like. So thank you very much for, for creating that, uh, that music. Um, but there, there must be sort of some difficulties in terms of setting up bills uh, in the city and finding bands within the same genre? Or are there people who you normally play with or some people you sort of give shout outs to that, you know, you sort of are in that same sort of niche area? I mean, we can't actually say the words, we are a Southern rock band. Okay. To start off. Legally. It's just just legal. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really all I can say about it. Contractual obligations. Right. Okay. Next topic. That being that, I think that there isn't a a simple phrase for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's hard rock with like a heavy southern and progressive and early heavy metal influence. Right. You know, and it's kind of this melting pot of these things. Plus everything we brought with us from our collective learnings about music, Mm -hmm. you know, so... You know, which which well to end end that we're actually none of us are from the south, and uh, but I feel like you know just to kind of address this for whatever reason, like I feel like there was not a lot of bands that did this specific thing, this merger of style. Like twenty bands did it, thirty bands maybe. Right. If there's underground bands I don't know about that did this. Please send them my way that I, that I was not aware of. But I mean, like, I can't find more bands to check out. Like, mm-hmm. it's like if you look at like psychedelic rock or garage rock, you'll never end finding new bands. But this specific merger of country rock, hard rock, southern rock, progressive, and a little bit of that proto metal. I mean, there's not many bands with the vocals and yeah, with the vocals, vocals. and that feel good vibe, but also that darkness and the long song forms. And it's just like not a lot of bands, like mm-hmm. 30 bands, 40 bands, maybe. So for me, when I kind of like got how special that was, I really just wanted to make more music in that same, those same, um, the same palettes, I guess. And, and you know, t- take influence from this because it just intrigues me like this, this uh, meeting point of styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to say that about it. Sure. About it. So you, you talked about like Skinner playing Freebird, wrapping up the whole sort of uh, show, putting uh, the, the coda to everything that they're singing about. Um, the theme of being free seems to permeate a whole bunch of your songs, like just doing what you want, being free, enjoying life, nirvana. Um, and, and I often said, like when I was asking you, what is it you're trying to get closer to? I often sort of think that that's like what, what it is you're trying to get closer to. Just just being who you are, being free, pursuing, loving life. 
I mean, I could rant about just, this. Can't we just talk about music and just play tunes? No, no, no that's yeah, it's true. I mean, I think I think there's a there's a sense of it is our own story, and it's like a story that we want for everybody else to have, and but it's a story that we're writing for our future selves to be even more free than we currently are because mm-hmm. we know getting to play music in whatever capacity and make records, yada, yada, is a level. But we always know that there's still like these obstacles in our worlds and our thinking. And so we always want to break through to new places. And, and maybe this is like a... For me, it's a concept that is it's never far in my, in my lyrics. It's always there. It's always just like a relevant. There's always some kind of journey. Yeah, well, the next song we're going to hear from you, Picture Perfect, mm-hmm. um, I sort of <laughs> wrote down and said, like, this to me, it seems like a manifesto song. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and I, I guess, you know, it's a, whatever, however your music affects uh, everybody, but just that whole bit of like living free any way we want it. And, and, mm-hmm. and as if you're encouraging people, like you need to, people, you need to take this up. Like you need to be living free instead of being so constricted by whatever all those mm-hmm. norms around you, that, and that that's what I get out of like a lot of your music. Um, that I just that I do. I just want to be free. I just want to play stick band on the back porch and drink beer, um, and you do the triple axe attack with friends. Yeah, yeah. Even though there's only three of you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's it's true. Yeah, and you know, I kind of got influenced from a real from a song uh, from. A, a band called the Southern Cross Band that only had some seven inches out and they have a song called Free. It's real simple like that and it really hit me. I was like, you know, just these simple concepts of freedom. Yeah, just doing what we want to. And like, you know, obviously that doesn't mean doing, you know, bad things and, you know, harming and, you know, but, you know, that that sort of just like being able to seek out your own will mm-hmm. and make your own path and, you know, be at, be at peace with what you want to do and, and sort of that way of, you know, being able to manifest your own existence. Right. Okay. Well, let's hear that. And then cool. we're going to follow it with what I thought was going to be the band who I got the package from Sweden from, but that's okay. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you are listening to The Road Now on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Picture Perfect. We are going to follow it with Beast and Prey by Hayes Mays, who are out of Sweden.
Feast and Pray by Hayes Mays. You are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. The self-titled album was released in February. New vinyl that was is cool available. Too. Hayes Mays. Hayes Mays. They are out of Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, Uh-oh. Stockholm. Yeah. A lot of my favorite people are from Sweden. A lot of good people. <laughs> I, I think there's a, a great music scene there. There's and a lot of If you guys are going to cool get there. over there, I think you'd go over really well. Well, Golden Grass has been twice. And, cool. You know, we got a lot of good buddies up there. Cool. Yeah. So you can... So and Finland and Finland a little darker in terms of what people often think in terms of the music that's for sure or just mm-hmm. the, or just the days um, and, and before that we heard the manifesto by uh, Rattlesnake or at least the way I view it uh, it's picture perfect I like that um, burning way of life the burning way of life. life tell me about that so because um, it permeates so much okay so 2016 Golden Grass my other band was. In Europe, and we toured with this amazing band from Berlin, one of my favorite groups of people, and they're called Traveling Jack. Hmm, okay. And uh, great fucking band. Uh, oh, pardon me. Am I allowed no, to curse? Cursing's fine. Fucking so, band. Just don't be a terrible person. Okay. And so, great people, awesome music, and uh, we met there. Each member of the band became friends with them, and they all have personalities that are fantastic. So, their bass player, Steve Berner. He is just a real character, and he's just got a whole way about him that's super free and super in the moment. And uh, he's a great guy. And he would, they would say, the Steve Burner way of life, the burning way of life. <laughs> ah. And it became like, and it was this thing, we'd all, we'd all be like, you know, drunk after a show, and it would just be this chant. And we all got really into each other in this tour. It was, really, it was a really fun time. And uh, so, so I came back from that tour, and that's when I wrote that first Rattlesnake stuff. Um, that's when we started rehearsing and writing with the very first lineup with when Jeremy Sosville from Black Anvil was the guitar player. So those are the lyrics that I had. And uh, so um, I was like the burning way of life. All right. So that's the first Rattlesnake song because that's the experience that I just had. Yeah. So that freedom is like his freedom, too. Uh, it's kind of okay. about him, but it's about all of us. And it's about me, too. And it's like, I feel like we're getting closer to that, you know, like, you know, just like total freedom. You know like right. what I mean? Like. We're so close. I can feel it's like right there. Poke on through. But so that's, that's and which is what we're we're striving for. Yeah, yeah. ever 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 more. You know, and it's the it's the um the the alchemical process of uh, enlightenment and uh, you know rebirthing constantly too. Now you have played with a couple bands that I really dig. One band who played on our Radio Free Brooklyn Presents show uh, that we used to host over at the Well. Um, so you played with Geezer, who uh, are, I think, super stinking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dead Things, who changed their name and are now known by Trip. And That's what I meant before. Okay. That's who I meant. Oh. Not that other band. <laughs> Not that other band. <laughs> um, so w- your future shows. When can we get people out to see you? you Not can for get, a while. Okay. October 25th, we're playing with Black Magic Flower Power which is the guys from Black Pussy and Mixed Jaguar, great new New York City band at Coney Island Baby. And uh, Saturday, October 27th, we're playing in Philadelphia at Ortlieb's with our friends in Green Meteor and one more group. And we'll try to do some more fall dates in the Northeast, and we're going to have a new EP coming out, and uh, we're going to keep writing our records. Yeah. So somewhere around the, the time when you're going to be playing those shows, you're also going to be releasing new music. Yeah, I think we're going to have the new EP out uh, so that we can have it for sale and uh, show people. Oh, okay, so 
and that's best place for people to go is to see those fabulous looking models is the website for yeah you yeah. can uh, you can look up uh, in for the kill records we have a big cartel site and you know uh, Bandcamp stuff and Facebook stuff all the all the usual media outlets and uh, we have mail order t-shirts and seven inches cassettes LPs from all of our various projects all of my various projects <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome um let's get out of here with wicked man and cool uh, it's about my dad thanks pops (laughs) (laughs) thanks for giving me some some motivation for the song and we're going to follow it with a brand new track uh by deville gold seal tomb by the Uh, way those are my really good friends really from malmo i have an amazing story about them too amazing story about them can I, can I tell a story real quick? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so if we don't get the song, is, I'll dub it in at the end. Story. I love these guys; they're brothers of mine. So, Holy in like shit. 2014, they were here in the states and they played at the um, Brooklyn, uh, the North Side Festival, some Weird. showcase we played. And I thought it was a band called Devil from Sweden, but it, but it or, or from Norway, but it wasn't. It was Deville, and we got there. And there was some arguing between them and the promoter and shit was really weird. And we played and we were going to leave because it was a daytime show. And we had a nighttime show. And, you know, all this all this stuff was going on. And they were on stage. And we were like, yeah, we're from Sweden. We have nowhere to sleep tonight. Can anybody help us? And I was like, oh, fuck. All right. And I gave him my number. I said, if you can't find anybody, call me later. So we ended up calling me later. We met up. We all went out. We got drunk. We had a fucking good party. And they stayed in my house. And then they ended up staying for two days because they had a cancellation with a gig. And we became buds. And then they went back to Malmo, to Sweden. And now every time we go there, we stay with them or they set up a gig for us. And we've been really good buddies ever since. So I love these guys. That's awesome. (laughs) Holy crap. And I pulled that out of my ass. Um, This is going to be Wicked Man by Rattlesnake. And we'll follow it with Gold Seal Tomb by DeVille from Malmo, Sweden. Awesome. Holy crap. You will find me on Thursday night over at Our Wicked Lady for the Bernadette uh, EP release show because they are going to be my guest next Monday on Labor Day. Guys, uh, that was fantastic. Uh, thanks very much for being my guest. Please <laughs> stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Pool with Shane. You've been listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free.